0: Friends, welcome to Down to Watch, the podcast that asks, Are you down to watch? I'm your host, Camila. I am Dan. We are here to talk about movies, music, TVs, and just general pop culture stuff. If you have not done so already, could you please do us a favor and follow us on Twitter at DTW Podcast. And you can also like our page on Facebook, Down to Watch Podcast. All episodes of this show can be found on iTunes, Libsyn, and Player FM. So there's like three different ways for you to uh, get the podcast. I don't know how you generally go about doing that. But uh, yeah, so that's how, how it works. But it's listed under Rugged Angel Productions, and Rugged Angel is one word. This is episode 58. Wow
1: have yeah. down to watch.
0: Yeah, like we've been doing this for a long time, but like the episodes are so sporadic that
1: Right. <laughs> so it's only 58 episodes. That's okay. The other th- I mean, it's more important that the Rugged Angel cast be the one that is I think produced the most Frequent interval.
0: And that is the one. I think that's the first one in the Rugged Angel Productions podcast lineup that is going to hit 100 and
1: episodes. I'm so excited to <laughs> fill in as Camila Adams. I will channel my inner Camila Adams, which. <laughs> you may or may not know, is vast in my inner psyche. I you are, there's a voice constantly in my mind. There's well, I've several been of work, them. I've
0: been working on it, like just kind of getting that in there. It's called Inception. You
1: are, you are doing a great job. You are the largest voice in my mind. But the thing is, I'm super nervous and intimidated because you're such a good interviewer and you've got such a great format. And it's not always the same. Hmm. There's similar elements, but yeah. you switch
0: it up sometimes. And so, got get the feel of the, for the guests.
1: I am more nervous about interviewing you than I am arguing in front of the Supreme Court of the what? United States.
0: Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you've been doing that for like ever. So, I mean, you know, well, I've never that's... argued in front of the United no, States. No, but you know, that's that's in your wheelhouse. <laughs> that's kind of your. That's like arguing with eight people at the same time, which I couldn't imagine. That's scariest crap. I don't even like. Like, it's just, that's why I don't do arguments on Facebook, because that's what you're, uh, essentially, you that's what up you're doing. doing. Like, I'll get back to you,
1: <laughs> Your Honor. But um, anybody who is both a lawyer and happily married realizes that their wife is more important than their job.
0: <laughs> As I do. What's funny is, um, speaking of sort of, kind of this, also sort of, kind of segue, but um, I've been re-watching Girlfriends from the beginning, all the way, and I think I'm on season. My. Girlfriends I think I'm on season three or four. And um, as of right now, Joan is having a crisis. She's a lawyer, and she does, she's decided that she wants to give up law. And I think that'd be an interesting—not because I want you to give up law, but I think it'd just be an interesting episode for you to—
1: Oh, I fantasize see. about it all the time. You know that. I am two bad days away from opening up my own restaurant. Yep. yep. <laughs> but
0: that is neither here nor there. We are here to talk about Avengers— infinity war infinity war there are going to be spoilers this movie has been out now for what two weeks
1: long Three enough for weeks? you to know that there are going to be spoilers yeah
0: exactly it's not we're not fresh off out, out the gate here so no. i mean and i've
1: read a lot of articles since yeah. we saw it uh the first time right we had to see it a second time
0: because yes, we'll get into that okay oh, we'll get into that right. I'll put <laughs> so okay yeah that. yeah so um spoilers So, obviously, I would assume if you care about that sort of thing, you probably wouldn't have clicked on and started playing. And you wouldn't have pressed play. So, here we go.
1: But if you are that rare person.
0: (laughs) Who doesn't care about spoilers. Go see it. Yeah. Come back to us. Yeah. Press pause. And then uh, we'll be here. We'll be right here waiting. Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, and the rest of the Avengers are... Let's, let's rewrite that. Um, T'Challa and the rest of his little friends there we go. unite to battle their most powerful enemy yet, the evil Thanos, on a mission to collect all six Infinity Stones. Thanos plans to use the artifacts to inflict his twisted will on reality. The fate of the planet and existence itself has never been more uncertain as everything the Avengers have fought for has led up to this moment. That's a weird sentence.
1: Everything they fought for has led up to this moment.
0: Thank you. All right. So directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely our history with this movie. So we thought this is our second viewing. Um, we've been watching and you know, you guys have been keeping up. If you've been keeping up with our podcast and you know, we've seen all of the other movies leading up to this. We've been super excited about it. Not as excited as when we were about black Panther, but still, this we did the a- marathon. Yes, we did it. We did the thing and it helped explain so much to me. Um, so, yeah, so this is our second viewing, but Dan. <laughs> so,
1: my lovely. Why is this our second viewing? My lovely wife, Camila, <laughs> oh. knowing that I was also, um, I'm into the Marvels. Marvel's my favorite. Mm. When I was a little kid, Spider-Man was my favorite superhero. And she's like, well, let's just, let's see it as soon as we can, which makes sense. Check. Okay. Right. Let's see it at 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. I'll try yeah. that. Check. <laughs> and then, like, we discovered that if you wake Danny up on the weekend, <laughs> and then put him in a dark room and tell him a story for two and a half hours. Two
0: and a half hours.
1: I might miss 45 minutes of it going back to sleep, (laughs) which is what happened the first time we saw it. I didn't see so much. I just woke up and, like, shit was going down. It was blowed up. People were missing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It was like, what the hell? (laughs) characters. Like, everybody's crying around me. (laughs) I'm like, what? What
0: happened? Should I be feeling something right (laughs) now? Did we go see Marley and me? And I forgot. (laughs) So yes. I mean we probably would have maybe eventually gone back to No, probably not. Um it's not like it's a bad movie it's just I don't think I needed to see it a second time around not as much as I felt like seeing Black Panther a oh, second yeah. time in the theater.
1: Yeah. And a third time recently cuz it's now streaming and <laughs> digitally for those of us that signed up for that. But nonetheless, I um I want I needed to see it period cuz I missed like a good third and fourth act. And uh, so it's our anniversary weekend. We're celebrating our eighth lovely year of being married. And this weekend has just been the best weekend. We've been celebrating this anniversary like Hanukkah for eight days with mood lighting every time. And it's just been awesome. So this is just kind of a continuation of our grand celebration of our eight years together as husband and wife.
0: And I'm super stoked about it. Um, So also, like yes, we've we've watched Black Panther a third time. But oh, I've yeah. also been watching it at work, at my lunch break, so like bits and pieces.
1: <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I'm like, watching Black Panther all, all the time. All the time. It's just been on all week. I know, and I have caught myself like more than a handful of times, maybe two handfuls of times, of maybe inappropriately saying Wakanda forever. <laughs> in situations what, like where after, it
0: like doesn't in court, like
1: after <laughs> like you kind of, kind of like going through the metal detector at work, <laughs> Wakanda forever <laughs> to my, you know, two black colleagues at work. I just give them a Wakanda forever in the hallway, and one of them looks at me like I'm too smart for comic book movies. Get that stuff away from me. The other one's like, "Yes, Wakanda forever." The, one, the other one returns the salute. Right. Like, yes. So I've been tossing out my Wakanda forever to figure out really who my allies are. Yeah, um, you in, learn quick. In the world. But this was so,
0: Avengers you, Afin- Infinity War, the yes, gauntlet. which I kept calling Xfinity War. Thanks, Comcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, it's our unusual cast of characters. Everybody is here. It's like think, everybody. So I think our new, the only new person aside from his lackeys, would be Thanos, played by Josh Brolin. He is not new, remember? Oh, that's right. In
1: Avengers, the original Avengers. Okay, so Loki had the Tesseract, which we now know contains the Space Infinity Stone, and he wanted to use the Tesseract to take over Earth. And he made a deal with Thanos that if you let me use your army to take over Earth, then I will give you the Tesseract. Okay. that's what the that's how so there
0: was an actual scene with them in the original Avengers. Uh, yeah.
1: so it's <laughs> like kinda so like we met Thanos briefly it's like we saw him go into the bathroom but that was the only time we were at the club so they just they briefly like did a, a shot of his face you know and then also at the very very end credits you know yeah, after you sit I through all that. the credits they like show you his his new glove
0: and everybody was like freaking out and I had no idea because like, I right. don't read the comics so I, I was like oh huh? right so, <laughs> so, so
1: that's really a good so this is let's talk about can we segue into the sure. movie now? So yeah. the setup of the movie is like, here's a scene of Thanos and his, what did you call them? His, his lackeys. His lackeys. Thank you. That'll be their <laughs> official name for the rest or of this
0: podcast. Or the children of Thanos.
1: The children of Thanos, who
0: are badasses. Yeah, like the creep, the really fucked up guy with his face. With no nose? Yeah. Like the way he just... Right. Like, float stuff. And, like, even when they were on the ship, he just kind of had random um, pieces of, it was like, of metal to just throw around. Yeah. Like it, it yeah. Was, that was kind of He weird. was super powerful. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I just keep spare parts around just for this occasion, just right, so I can float right, them.
1: Right? And And make them strap around. Right. I mean, he was super powerful. And the weirdest thing, and probably the most powerful thing about him, was how fugly he was. I'm oh, like... Yeah. Muppets from Dark Crystal yeah. had sex with Muppets from Fraggle Rock mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. made this guy mm-hmm. and gave him a ton then, of magical powers. And somebody
0: smashed that face, that, <laughs> that baby's face, like right All into the wall. In. <laughs> and, I, and I kept looking like there are a couple times because it looked like he had horns missing. Like he looked like right? was, I was like, is he missing horns? Is that important to the plot? What's, right. But it's not. It was like just folded skin.
1: Yeah. But yeah, nobody needs folded skin on it their was head. crazy. So it's basically the setup is like meet Thanos and his lackeys. And he's, he's, like, demonstrated that Thor is just, like, a ragdoll in his hands, right?
0: Yeah, which I do also, I want to interject, I do appreciate that there wasn't a bunch of, like, setup time. Like, we kind of got right into. Right, and then like right, m- because Arguably, there was 10 years
1: of right, movies exactly. beforehand. Arguably, yes, we had,
0: like, we've had, like, 13
1: movies right. of setup. up So let's talk about that <laughs> for just a brief second. So, like, there's critics out there that are like, this movie was no good because it didn't stand alone on its own. What? And I'm like, had we done a bunch of previously in the Avengers scenes, I'd have been annoyed. Right. Because there's already two and a half hours long. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, like, uh, no. Well,
1: you, no. This, this is was, one of those movies, like, you go see the other movies.
0: Exactly. This is a reward to, like, all of the fans and everybody who's been traveling along and trucking along this whole right. this whole journey, this whole time. It's not meant to be a standalone. Like, no. you do the fucking work. Right. <laughs> do the work.
1: <laughs> and you everybody in it. the Marvel Universe, pretty much, almost everybody, we'll get to that yeah. at the end, is in it right and uh so you should definitely you know check it all out but uh so you know thanos goes and you know lays out his dastardly plot in the very beginning right and, and we this get is, all the xfinity stones
0: sorry um to keep interrupting but this is like right after ragnarok is yes ragnarok was yeah so black panther was the last one before this but this is taking place like in the time span of ragnarok right because i remember i guess that very end credits Right. And Ragnarok is when they they're all on that ship and then they see they got a shadow over them. They're like, right. what is that? So, I'm ship, assuming that's Thanos's. The
1: ship was ship. full of Asgardian refugees right. cuz Asgard the planet was destroyed by Thor's older sister, Hell, one of the Hela. best badasses ever take the screen.
0: Shout out to Hela.
1: Yeah, she was great. And her whole thing was to destroy Asgard. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was Thor's whole thing to destroy Asgard because her source of power was Asgard. Right. That's so what it was. It kind of, that's where, and they, and they show you the refugee ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok, and they show you Thanos' ship moving towards right. it. Right, and there's so, like the
0: last thing Loki and Thor say are like, what is that? Right. Who is that?
1: Right. Something. And so they spare us the bloodbath that yeah. apparently Which, happened awesome. on that ship. Because
0: that would have been another half hour. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> and um gosh, I can't remember Idris Elba's character's name.
0: I don't know, but. but
1: he's he's like Thor's best friend and the keeper of the Which, Bifrost.
0: I feel like this is the first time I'm hearing that he's his best Me friend. Me too. <laughs> Me
1: too. Like best
0: friend, really? Mm. Mm. Are you just going in for extra sympathy there? Yeah. Thor?
1: Right. So what about is... what about Jane, your old girlfriend yeah, on Earth? Right. Went, okay. Anyway, so so before um, Idris Elba dies, uh, his character, he opens up the Bifrost. And sends Hulk to Earth to go warn the people. Of Earth that Thor, Thanos is coming. Why didn't he send
0: Thor? Right. Why
1: didn't he send Thor?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> also, I mean, not just Hulk, but like, why? Like, it would have been helpful.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point in time, um, Hulk was knocked the fuck out because right. Thanos beat him silly. Like, I've never seen Hulk get beat like that. I don't think anybody in the theater was ready for that. They're like, whoa, whoa yeah,
0: whoa, yeah, knocked him the hell out and. Th- I, I gotta he's been, say Hulk
1: was kind of a bitch about it a little bit <laughs> a little
0: yeah bit. because it does turn into this whole thing now where
1: now he's got an attitude well I don't know if that's why his attitude but he just he got hit the one time you know and he was just like oh he was all messed up like dude can dish it out but can't take it that's where I was focused on
0: I think it's also yeah I think it's, it was probably a lot of uh, no I, I think there was a lot of feelings there there was a lot of feelings about yeah, it Like it was like be. he wasn't expecting that he was like oh Oh, so somebody could take me down. So now, right. well, fuck this. I don't want to. I'm not trying to. Thor had beat up. Well, arguably Thor had beat up Hulk before. And that's what it was. Like Thor was not happy. Thor. Um, he couldn't. He could sort of argue that fight or, yeah. uh, or uh, Hulk could argue that fight with Thor that he wasn't necessarily that Thor wasn't necessarily when they came out on top. Right. There was no argument in this one. It was like, no. clear cut. Oh yeah. Uh, this guy didn't use up. any thunder magic or <laughs> no, nothing. You right. got fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You got
1: knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and so my question to you is, did you care about Thanos after that first scene? Like Meaning Were you like, oh, I need to figure out what this guy's up to and why, or, is,
0: or or I'm just really scared of him. Not like, particularly, no. Right. Um I think there is um, I'm still really trying to figure out like what exactly his point is in all of this. Like I, I, I guess his Balance. thing is right. Yeah, I guess his thing is that he goes and so he's basically a gentrifier.
1: No, a, a genocidal maniac. No,
0: he's a, also a little yeah. That he doesn't a lo- move
1: people a... in. He just kills half the planet.
0: <laughs> but he's 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 moving in to make things better. But he doesn't move in. The
1: pla- <laughs> That's the thing. He doesn't move in. He okay. people don't. They just go from planet to planet and kill half the population. So
0: yeah. So okay. So
1: because he thinks the world's full of too many mouths. <laughs>
0: Well, there's no point. I don't understand. That. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't get his point in all of it. Right. None of this affects him. Right. They tell you the story like, like later on in <laughs> the
1: movie. He's like, "Well, on my planet, right? We were overpopulated, and I was like, we should do random killings yeah. of half the population, rich and poor alike. That was my compassionate oh, answer to overpopulation. Thank you. Apparently, the entire universe." yeah and, and Thanos' mind is suffering from an overpopulation problem, so he needs to gather all the stones so he can kill half of the universe's population
0: so and, and so he, he wants to do it and like and he doesn't want to take, do the work actually well, he first wants of to do all, it easily he wants because he, he was doing it, so right. now he just wants all the stones so he can just do it one-time and the then snap. just like rest. right exactly basically he's lazy
1: <laughs> that's and the other thing too is I mean this is really going to send the real estate market into the <laughs> <laughs> The demand will go down. <laughs> with half the universe gone,
0: I also have a question. Like, it was when they did his, when he did his little reality dream of his planet and what he did beforehand. Is he an anomaly? Like, is he the only one that's like a giant fucking being? Or yeah, right. Because it doesn't does it come like from a, bunch a whole of planet work. full of people his size. I guess they were supposed to all kind of be his size because it's called his
1: planet was Titan. And so, typically speaking, okay. the word yeah. Titan means giant, right? Okay. And typically, the word dwarf doesn't. We'll get to that. <laughs> so I just, I, that was part of my issue with the movie is they didn't really do a very I convincing job that I should care about. Thanos. In the opening scene.
0: Yeah. Kind of also I
1: throughout think, the movie.
0: Really? Cause I think more throughout the movie, it was, he was made to me, he came off a little more interesting, a, a little more of an interesting villain because They did try to give us room to empathize with them. Yeah, they did. And and I thought, like, you know, he kind of, sort of... Like, I can see... Even though I don't agree with what his, he was doing, I can see where he thought in his mind he was doing the right thing. I can see, like, it's not just a villain for villain's sake. Right. He's not just evil. This just is
1: like an international policy of sorts.
0: Right. So he's got these ideas. This is the way he thinks the, the universe should be. And this right. is the way that he's going to go about doing it. And I still don't fully buy the whole, like, he adopted gamora and he cared for her all like like i'm not completely buying that story right but and i feel like that was a little over that was over top a little bit much Uh, yeah
1: just kind of a drive-by yeah convenient
0: because in the other in the other guardians movies she had spoken of what their life was like and her and nebula apparently he would make them fight right i was gonna say
1: like we love our dogs right (laughs) We don't make them fight each other.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. So we make them fight. and if They treated um, them like fighting dogs. Yeah. And then the loser would get a part of her replaced with a machine. Yes. And so that's why Nebula is like so much machine. Right.
1: So I just, yeah, I mean, by way of comparison, of course, it's not necessarily fair. But we just watched Black Panther and Killmonger. I was vastly interested in him. Okay, so yes. And I was like, watch up. out if Killmonger gets access to all this stuff, then whoa, dude, it's going to be crazy <laughs> the whole time. I was like anxious about Killmonger, right? <laughs> right. Killmonger had me emotionally invested. Oh, in it. absolutely. Thanos, I was like, mm, how's this? Okay, I guess uh, I'm not going to take a nap. I'm not going to take a nap. I'm not going to take a nap.
0: <laughs> You're right. Like, I, I was not 100% emotionally invested in Thanos because... I, and I have some questions also about different ways and different points that I feel like the Avengers could have defeated and stopped all this. Oh, from happening. me too. Oh, yeah. So, but when you bring, uh, let's just slide on over to Kilmarger for a quick hot second.
1: Hot being the operative word. <laughs> hey! So, <laughs> Michael B. Um, Jordan, you got me doing hey, sit ups over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Let's somebody,
1: talk about Killmonger, you said.
0: Somebody on Facebook said that they did not buy the, the tragic story of Killmonger. They didn't, buy, they didn't buy his tragedy story, his backstory. That's
1: a person with blinders on.
0: Exactly. So I would just like to point out, I'd like to take this opportunity just a couple seconds to just yeah, be like, yo, it. this is the most believable Killmonger. Yes. Killmonger is the most believable and the most uh, present, I guess, or something like realistic.
1: Contemporaneous or contemporary. Realistic. Look at us trying to use words.
0: Realistic um, (laughs) backstory as to like why this person becomes a, a quote unquote villain. He was already living in an impoverished society. His mother, which I'm just now reading like a bunch of different think pieces and stuff, and I think this is the, the case. We found out his mother was in prison, mm. don't know why. And we think that at the beginning of the movie, what um, his father and um, James, the other one, what is his name? Young Forrest Whittaker, were, were plotting and planning was to break her out of prison. That's what was going on at oh, the, gotcha. in the opening scene in that movie. So his mother's in prison. Then his father gets killed. He finds his father with panther claws, quote, in his chest. Right. And then they up and leave him. So now he's orphaned. He's alone. He's like got to go through the foster system. He's got to go through orphanage, you know, whatever. We still don't know like exactly who raised him, but probably right. just going in and out of the system throughout the whole entire time. And he's gone. He's he's in a neighborhood. He's in a city. He's in a world that does not accept him as a black man who is like who has grown up in poverty and without parents and then he finds out and it probably happened you know beforehand because it, it seems like you know his father made sure to tell him about Wakanda so he knows about Wakanda he knows about this other world that he supposedly to be- belongs to he knows that he is the right he's an heir to this throne that he does not have. That the, and he finds out, you know, what these people are doing or, and he doesn't agree with how they're using their or not using their technology.
1: And he did kind so. of give them a chance to to accept him, you know, when he when he was captured or whatever. When he
0: brought Claw. Yeah. Claw's body. Yeah.
1: He brought Claw to them. They they arrest him. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't like, thank you for bringing our enemy to us.
0: No, he's because he was still kind of like he wanted the throne. Oh yeah, at that point, but he
1: had a legitimate claim to it. <laughs> right, <laughs> he had every right to want that clone, right, or throne. He had <laughs> just like every black person has a right to wait for a business partner to show up at Starbucks. Exactly, he had every right to make his claim for the throne. <laughs> and so that anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I just you know by way of contrast, Thanos was more of a theoretical. Villain. I mean, they they, they mention him and all the other movies and things like that. But if they could have maybe shown some of his his dastardly deeds without him being so kind of nurturing, to mm-hmm. you know, like it's the like only the really horrible scene they showed was yeah him like oh hello little one take yeah. my big hand and I'll walk you over here and give you a present while my people kill happy
0: yeah and even like shot like kind yeah. of like shielding her away from the actual right. genocide that's going on right. next to her it was also interesting to me that <clears throat> just like visually in that opening scene on the ship, uh, we see Loki and we see like all the dead ask, As- guardians. And, um, then we see Thanos off in the way. It took me, a, a, it took, it takes a minute to realize how big he actually is. Cause it just kind of looks like he's just like maybe Thor size. Right. And then, you know, just kind of like what the, what the um, depth of field is doing. And then he picks up Thor and you're like, oh, this dude is fucking huge. Right. So just kind of like shout out to camera dynamics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Point. They did a
1: great job with that. <laughs> so Bifrost, Hulk goes home and he meets uh, Dr. Strange and, and those guys. Mm. And this is when we first learn that <clears throat> there's the first earth fight, right? Where they land on earth and they're after the time piece. Right. Mm-hmm. And wizards one, Thanos zero in that fight. <clears throat> but without the help of Hulk Right This is when we discover Hulk is not coming out to play Right My theory isn't because he got his ass beat by Thanos Okay My theory is that because Hulk's done with Earth <laughs> If Earth was nicer to him and wasn't so mean to him Because remember Hulk hasn't been on Earth for a long time Right He's been A couple uh, of years, like three years I think it was long time, I, yeah, maybe I three years I think it years. was three years Because he was up doing the Jeff Goldblum show <laughs> and so i so so you think he's done with earth number one reason whose fault it is Mm -hmm. besides thanos clearly Mm -hmm. but my number one suspect shows up early in the movie is earth's fault (laughs) this happened because otherwise hulk would have come out to defend earth but hulk is kind of like you know what earth we're broken up (laughs) we're on a break indefinitely
0: but it wasn't just earth that was in peril though that was the whole universe. Yeah,
1: somebody explained that to Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, "We're gonna put you on Earth, and you gotta go fight on Earth."
0: So my sh- theory is, is that he is, hes in his feelings is that he's, he might be in his feelings about the first fight with Thanos that he, or Thanos' people that he lost but also that nobody brings Hulk out just to, t- to have a talk and just right. to, right. Have, and to have a Right, and we know that he can hang out, right? right? And he's yeah. funny. Right. And he's like got a just, sense of humor. They just want him to come fight. So he's right. gotten a taste of the good life again right. on, you know, Jeff Goldblum's planet or whatever. <laughs> right. I can't remember the name of that planet <laughs> You know, people... It's like, called Goldblum. Exactly. <laughs> Goldblum Galaxy. And he, um, you know, he's he's had a good life over there and people were admiring Hulk and liking Hulk right. for who he was he and had a so sweet roommate like... <laughs> a gorgeous trainer right. Tessa Thompson exactly. was my trainer I wouldn't want to leave either true story yeah he also <laughs> might be kind of a little bit mad that he had to leave there that right. they took him out of there so right. Right. I think he's it's more of a he's in his feelings
1: <laughs> yeah for a lot of reasons let's yeah. Just...
0: yeah let's just agree he's in his feelings yeah
1: <clears throat> and so um, yeah so that was the first fight on earth and it looks like you know the wizard's Won it, even though that dude was incredibly. I don't know how did they get away from that guy.
0: Okay, so, um, they got away. Well, they didn't technically really get away from him. One, uh, Strange's boy Wong, I think, opened up a portal and got rid of the big one dude. Yeah, the one dude. But the mass, the like the leader of them, he wrapped up Strange. Oh, that's right. And and took, took him, him up. to the ship. Okay. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Okay. So maybe the wizards didn't win that one. I revised my <laughs> initial scoring.
0: <laughs> and also, like, it's also a shout out to um, Loki's death, as happened oh, in yeah. that first scene, and that was a little disappointing to me. Um, and very well done. It was, and I'm talking about cinematic, like visions. Just the cinematographer, the the visual of Thor's over. Loki's dead body. That was really I actually would like a print of that. <laughs> this is really sweet and it was just really well framed and well done.
1: Yeah, the the dynamic between Loki and Thor was, was pretty interesting That's in that weird. first scene. Right. Yeah. Because it's like we're so used to seeing them as enemies, but they're still brothers. Right. And they, so they kind of still love
0: each other. I'm not, other. yeah, I'm I'm so Confused this, this, about this, their relationship.
1: <laughs> love actually is a major character in this movie, I think, throughout.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, and strained love at that, it's like how it kind of overcomes in these subtle ways. And that was one of them. Because, you know, Loki was like, kill away. And then he yeah. said, no, don't kill my brother. And you could tell he was gonna, I know. It you know, was a little. Was and a little Thor was all messed up, even though he was all strapped up in metal uh, when Loki died. <clears throat> but um, they blow up the Asgardian ship. Somehow, right. Thor
0: survives he's a god he's 1500 years old
1: right and he literally smacks himself on the windshield of guardians of the galaxy as they're headed to the distress signal
0: and i would just like to point out i did um call it that the rest like the guardians the the first meeting would be of thor like, the, right. they, like a while ago, I did state that it makes most sense that right. that the Guardians would run into Thor first.
1: Right. And I love Rocket's response, which is, turn on the windshield wipers. Get, the guy, <laughs> get it off! Get it off the windshield. <laughs> and it's interesting to me, too, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, this little entourage of Star-Lord and Gamora and Drax and um, Man- Mantis is that her name? and Groot, okay. right? They, and Rocket. And Rocket. Oh. They come across like a like a college rock band. You know, it's like there's no reason they would all be together. Right, but for the fact that they each play an instrument somebody's got drums you know what i mean like someone has a practice space and someone's got a car someone's got the van all right <laughs> so they do kind of have this this kind of rock band feel this to them
0: Ragtag group of <laughs>
1: And there's just a, a ton of leather and drax is always topless it seems like they've got <laughs> a good, lot like of tattoos a shit ton of
0: tattoos yeah. yeah so uh
1: i really did enjoy the whole thor star lord kind of dude uh, chemistry
0: that was amazing that was um
1: well, first there of was all,
0: just enough amount of comedy here not to be schlocky. Right. And this
1: is also this movie, Avengers Infinity War, is also called uh Drax's Comedy Hour because <laughs> Drax had the funniest <laughs> lines. And they pick up Thor, they bring him into the ship, he's still passed out. And Drax, who can't lie, like he has he has <laughs> no sense of sarcasm. No or or he's just very literal. Right. He's, he's, there
0: like, he's talking about oh, this is not a man, he's more like you're a man. Uh, Star Lord. You're a dude. Right? You're a dude. This isn't a dude. This guy looks like a pirate and an angel had a baby. Yes. <laughs>
1: he is a man. <laughs> and Kamor's like, his muscles are like, they're made out of something fibers. Yeah. Star Lord's getting real jealous and, and uh is like, you're one sandwich away from being fat. And Chris Pratt honestly is not as fit as he was in guardians of the galaxy this is in true. this particular episode this he does have true. that little chin fat and they
0: thing pointed on. it out yes too. he did they're like, like right like, here wow. <laughs> right there wow. and then like also like a little spare tire was like wow guys right wow. um also a nice shout out to the fact that this movie had three out of the four um competing for hotness chrises in hollywood in it so we've got hemsworth pratt and not pine because that's the one that I always root for. Evans. I always for Oh. So it's like, <laughs> Captain America is so yes. easy to forget. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's like is there mayonnaise on this bread? <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. It's still a sandwich.
0: Also, um, I would like to point out that I have been waiting a long time for Strange and Stark. To meet. Right? So this was great. I am a little bit upset that nobody said no shit, Sherlock, to the other. Oh. Like one or the other. That would have been
1: perfect. Because right? they were both Sherlock, oh my god, I exactly. just got that. My head's gonna
0: explode. So <laughs> but you know, missed opportunity, what Right.
1: <laughs> but uh Cumberbatch did get to call um Downey a douchebag.
0: Yes, was, I appreciate yeah. and he also smacked his <laughs> his leg away. <laughs> right.
1: I can't believe you're leaning <laughs> on the coldern <laughs> of the cosmos. And said Tony Stark's like,
0: "I'm going to allow that." <laughs> and also again Stark also had some RDJ had some great moments in this as well. Um comedic wise. Like there's that and then later on when they're on Titan and he's trying to form a plan and then he, like Drax and the Mantis or whatever are are looking at him cra- it, just his facial expressions, like trying to deal with these people right. that aren't following his rules, right? That <laughs> usually don't have a plan, <laughs> right? And he
1: just looks so. He's like, strange. aren't you even listening? And Drax is like, I stopped listening what you said. I have a plan.
0: <laughs> and I know we're gonna get some, some maybe a little bit um, negative feedback because I, I know the girl's name is not Mantis. I'm pretty sure it's no, it's back. Mantis. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. So. <laughs> So we've got that going on and, you know, we've, um, there's just, so we've got Thor meeting our Strange meeting, invisible Drax.
1: <laughs> right? Cause, so Gamora is finally like, you know, sharing, cause you know, she was raised by Thanos, so she knows what's going on and she knows what's at stake and she has this like very serious and important conversation with Peter Quill, AKA Star Lord, mm. who apparently is not evolved beyond the 15 year old. Right, exactly. And, and, like, they're having this super serious conversation. They're all teary eyed. They're making out at the end of it. And then Jax, like, crunches a potato chip. They're like, How long have you
0: been standing there? He's like an hour and a half. <laughs> right.
1: I, I've learned to become invisible with my slow movements and standing very still.
0: So, that, and so, like, there's been all these random memes going around so there's like a photo of um Star-Lord and Gamora and somebody posts, you know, here's a picture of Star-Lord, Star-Lord, Gamora and Drax and like it's clearly <laughs> he's not, not- in there. Yeah. It's funny
1: cuz he's invisible. Yes. In his mind, that's funny.
0: So the internet's been having a lot of fun with this. Um <clears throat> another so okay, so now might be So the now time. They, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. So now might be the time for you know, some questions about how I feel like things could have been prevented. Uh why didn't Dr. Strange use his time stone to turn back time once he found out what was happening to go and kind of go back there? and Under oh, the so they...
1: Asgardian ship or yeah. something? Like, yeah. Right. There is, so he's on my list of people whose fault it is as well. Because <laughs> Yes, because he had the time stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He knew it he was had it going down. Time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Could have turned back time at any time.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Also, uh, why didn't Strange pop Thanos into another dimension? Also a good question. Cuz he did it to Everybody his else. boys, yeah, That's couple right. times. Mm-hmm. Got guys arm got chopped off. Mm-hmm. Also I think because Thanos had the space stone.
1: Okay. And he could have bounced right back.
0: Okay, I will buy that. I will accept that. We will not put that on Strange.
1: No, but going back in
0: time. <laughs> All right. Also, um why didn't anybody try to cut Thanos's arm off, instead of taking the glove off. Also, a good question. That is also a good that question. We, so that will be chalked up to um Stark and maybe Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. they were, sure, okay, yeah, absolutely. Star-Lord. Everybody was right there at that point in time.
1: Well, and and uh the whole time, Drax definitely had a sword because he kept
0: sliding yeah. by, and cutting
1: the dude's ankles.
0: Yeah, just kind of like knobbing at his ankles there. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe shoot for the wrist. Yeah. Also, when they were up in space on the spaceship and they were concerned about that, you know, the spaceship was on autopilot and they couldn't blah, blah, blah. Why didn't Strange just pop them back on Earth through like one of the dimensional holes Great that he's question. so happy about making? Right? Yep.
1: <sighs> I don't understand how it all works. <laughs> there. So there is this, you know, typical point in movies where the party is kind of split in two. And so... Following, you know, so clearly the Thor and Hulk is the first split in two. My right? Thor goes into space. Oh, about space. characters. Hulk.
0: Wait, Thor and Hulk. Are you talking? No, I'm about... talking about plot. Oh, Okay.
1: And so this movie was interesting because it had several. We're going to split in two Which moments.
0: I wait. Are we talking about? I, I love the fact that they compartmentalized the characters. So when
1: I say split in two, it's like these two people started off on a hike together. There was a fork in the road. Oh. One person went to the right, one person went to the left. Okay. Right? So it starts off with Thor goes into space, right. Thor goes to Earth. And then um, there's the one where Thor you know, kind of rejoins with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then they split up in two. Because right? mm. Rocket and Groot, who Groot basically was very... Teenage Groot. Yeah, and just in the background the whole time, for the most part. He didn't really... He did
0: shine for his, when it was time for, the, uh,
1: um, for Thor's sword to, or axe to be made yeah right he did he had this one moment in the movie two right. and a half hours <laughs> unlike how he was in guardians of the galaxy 2 where he just stole the whole show
0: well, he's a teenager right.
1: he was cute, <laughs> cute little shrub but the uh so they they split in two because thor's like i have to get a thanos killing weapon and rocket's all about going on that trip and right. the other ones are like That's we have to go to nowhere Mm-hmm. the planet nowhere and pick up the reality stone, which if you remember in the first guardians of the galaxy, the guardians of the galaxy are the ones that put the reality stone.
0: And that's where Benicio nowhere. is. Right? Yeah,
1: that's Benicio. And so they get there and apparently there's like a virtual reality type thing. Cause Thanos has already gotten the reality stone and Gamora kills Thanos in that alternate reality. And she cries and we discover that Gamora loves Thanos.
0: That's when I went to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> because it was so forced it's like why is she
0: crying really mm-hmm. you know and anyway and then it doesn't make any sense <clears throat> you're right because she talks so much she's been to this up to this entire point talking about how much she hates him for what he did he stole her from her her people he made her and her adopted sister fight you know it was like he was not a good there was no point where she was like yes he saved me from x y and z right but no he right like, he it's saved crazy. you from an existence that he created. And That's so, what he did. And this is the first
1: opportunity for Peter Quill to shoot Gamora because she asked him prom- to promise her that she right. would be, not he, help, you know, get the next stone. Right. Whatever. So Quill does not shoot her. Mm. So it's Quill's fault. He's on fault. your list. He's on the list a few times.
0: Yeah. That's, Yeah because that's 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 the first right point. instead
1: he comes and he tries to insult Thanos and give Thanos plenty of time to use the reality stone to turn his phaser into something useless
0: <laughs> bubbles. bubbles um yeah this is true okay so as yeah. i said before um movies like this can get with so many big names and so many big characters can get really jacked up if you're not if it's not done properly this basically kind of happened with avengers because I, the first Avengers movie, I think, because it was so many different characters and everybody was sharing screen time at the same right, time. Right, right, right. And, and, I, and I also always kind of go back to Heat, the movie Heat, too, because there was like a million and one people who were like a- N- A-list actors. Right.
1: none of whom get <laughs> along well.
0: Right. And so it's... um, <coughs> Bless you. Pardon me. I, I also... I really appreciated this structure that they did with this movie is that they broke everybody up. It's like basically three or four different sections, different planets, different people. And so it was easier to follow along. Nobody's yeah. competing for screen time. Right. And it was just like really, it was very easy to digest.
1: Right. Because the rocket Groot Thor adventure to the planet where the dwarf lives. Right. Peter Dinklage. Who is giant size. Huge is hilarious and like and they try to make him like a giant and what's funny too is like he was kind of talking like thor
0: kind of yes they
1: had the same kind of shakespearean yes uh, accent if you will anyway peter dinklage was awesome (laughs) it was so great to see him and it wasn't really like i don't know what it is it's just that dude's presence has always been amazing Mm. he's always had the ability to capture the scene yeah And, um, and eat, chew it up. You know, he is, he is the scene. (laughs) Yes. And everything he does is just amazing. But it was great to see him as this giant and like his hands were all metal Mm because, uh, Thanos had taken his hands so he couldn't make any more weapons, but he did anyway.
0: Which, damn, Thanos, really? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So for whatever reasons. Uh, so yes. So I've been worried and I don't know. If you guys have listened to previous episodes about the Marvel movies from us, I've been worried about Thor getting his hammer back. For quite some time. Well, so what's
1: interesting too about this particular axe/hammer. slash hammer, mm-hmm. It's not Mjolnir or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's Storm I Stormbringer, no that's mm-hmm. what it's called. Stormbringer, Storm. Yeah, I think it's called Stormbringer. Mm-hmm. For those people who are Balls deep in their gym sock because they know all about every comic book alternative. <laughs> 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 there is like an ultimate Thor, there's ultimate Marvel universe. And Thor in the ultimate universe, this is his weapon in that alternate universe. Yes. Ooh. Yes. And so you're talking about alternate universes and alternate dimensions before, and all these time stones uh. and affinity stones. I'm thinking that the resolution to this particular movie is going to have to involve part of the ultimate alternate franchise. So we're going to start getting into alternate universe Spider-Mans, alternate universe Thors. Ah! It's possible. I didn't want to tell it to you because I know how you feel about time travel and other alternate universes because we watched Fringe for as long as we could. <laughs> and then we just fell off. Alternate. Like, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, the next part is is Thanos. He's captured Gamora. She knows where the Soul Stone's hidden. That was a big mystery uh, kept from the universe. And they go to the place where the Soul Stone's hidden, and they run into the very first villain of this entire Marvel Universe franchise that's kicked off is when Captain America fought... Red face. Red skull. Red skull. Right. So Red skull is just hanging out there like Luke Skywalker <laughs> 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 in an isolated planet somewhere, uh... protected secrets and stuff. And he's like, oh, by the way, you have to sacrifice somebody in order to get the soul stone. Which... Somebody you love. Which was never They've brought up love. until they got there. Right. And Thanos, who loves nothing in the world, just so happened to be <sighs> there with his favorite uh. stolen daughter. And somehow this is love. And then, so Thor loves Gamora. And so, he throws her off the cliff to kill her.
0: So I was also wondering, like, so what happens to the people that come up there, roll up there looking for the Soul Stone by themselves? Right.
1: They get stuck there like Red Skull. <laughs> That's what, that's what he was explaining. Red Skull was like, I came up here to get the soul stone, but I didn't bring a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just up Nobody here to
0: so show he other
1: sac- people oh <laughs> how to get something that I can't have because I don't love nothing neither. And Gamora's all like, ha ha, you don't love nothing. <laughs> and uh, you can't get what you want, huh? <laughs> and then he starts crying, and she's like, Oh, you really? You're
0: crying and over now this? She's making <laughs> fun of his tears.
1: Right. And they're like, No, you're what he loves. And I'm going to have to unpack this shit in therapy for like the next six months because <laughs> the lesson here is that your abusers who murder your family, mm. raise you like a fighting pit bull, right. that you have to escape from, but they still love you. And this right. is somehow genuine love that right. the universe. The we'll essence accept. of the universe right.
0: accepts. Right. They're like, yeah, sure. Bullshit. No, it's obsession. Sure. I'll it is take that. The
1: wrong message to be sending I was people. Like,
0: I will accept that it, that he is obsessed with. Unitarians her, that wouldn't it, even you know, accept this. Like, yeah, this is, <laughs> it's just too bad. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Nope. So and, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and it, and also Gamora then once she realizes that the tears are for her, she tries to like kill herself.
0: Which shout out.
1: Like, Brilliant. Yeah. not yeah. her fault. Because
0: that's what I was thinking, like when when this was when that was whole a whole thing going down. I was like, well, just kill yourself.
1: But unbeknownst to her and the rest of the audience, Thanos had secretly turned all weapons against him into bubbles. <laughs> 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 so that also kind of, I mean, addition to the the love factor with Thanos and Gamora, which seemed so incredibly forced. Mm-hmm. Like nothing about that seemed right
0: it was too hard it was too forced they were trying too hard to try to humanize him
1: then the fact that he just so happens to be to bring her right to this place like he could have found out where it was and just gone by himself But no, he brings her along and he doesn't know that he has to do the sacrifice right also super convenient super forced and honestly I, i slept through all of that the first time stayed awake for it the second time was like oh I could well, have slept now I through got all some that. Questions answered, I guess. Um, no, not like, really. No, I just it raises more, more. So, yeah. So that's all there is to it. Um, then there's the big Titan battle, and they're so close. To getting the gauntlet glove off of his hand, you know, Spider Man and, and uh Stark. Iron and Iron Man.
0: Well they did like he had a pretty solid plan, apparently, you know, basically attacking from all sides. Right. And they even had try to get know, the glove off. Yeah, exactly. Like, sure, we'll take that. But I feel like it would have been better just cutting his hand off. Whatever. Way better. They <sighs> um, had the power. <coughs> right.
1: And then again, Mantis gets on top of him. They have him under a sleep spell of some right. sort, and they're like, Quill, cool your jets. This and is, again, the second reason, or third reason. The third time <laughs> Quill fucks it right, up. Right, exactly. He
0: bas- he finds out that Gamora's dead, and so he loses his mind, which... Uh, knocks I, Mantis off of Thanos' head by hitting Thanos,
1: right? And so now Thanos is free, and again, messed up.
0: Which still, it just doesn't... It, it That also seems a little bit convenient for the plot to me, also. Yeah, right. Like, it just doesn't seem like that would have gone down that way.
1: Especially when you consider, like, the first time Peter is, confronts Thanos and he's like, oh, the boyfriend. He's Mm -hmm. not, he doesn't say yes. Right. And I love her. He's like, I prefer to think of myself as a long-term booty call.
0: Right. So, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So, it's real convenient. Like, you're all in love with her and stuff when it's time. Okay. Right.
1: Right. You know, you you didn't lose your, yourself to passion and, and and try to shoot the guy right? when he had your girl in right. his hands and you had the opportunity. Right. But now that it's all done and behind you, <laughs> somehow now you're going to lose. I just, that also, anyway. <clears throat> so now let's talk about Wakanda.
0: Wakanda forever?
1: Forever. One, it was funny when they opened up the introduction and they're like, when you said that you wanted to open Wakanda up to the world, this is not what I thought <laughs> you had in mind. And Okoye, uh, mm-hmm. Danny's character denies character. She's like, he's like, well, what did you, th-, you know, T'Challa's like, what did you think I meant? She's like, you know, Olympics or maybe a Starbucks. <laughs> so let's put a pin in the Starbucks for a second. <laughs>
0: I'm sure this was already written and it was already out before that happened. Right, it was out before all that <laughs> happened.
1: But it's like now I wonder. Right, it would it's have been just like, like Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts never throws black people out.
0: <laughs> no, and I also would, and I'm also kind of thinking I. I feel like Wakanda would have any any better coffee, would have much better coffee than any Starbucks. In Africa, right, Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, you guys are kind of right there. Right, right. (laughs) Shuri would make it. So here's my big
1: issue, and here's the next group on my list as to whose fault this is, in addition to Thanos. S.H.I.E.L.D. Where (laughs) the hell was S.H.I.E.L.D. during the fight in Wakanda? Interesting. I didn't even think about that. Nowhere driving their SUVs in New York City. Right. Where, how could, you know. Nobody, yes. This no S.H.I.E.L.D., a, huh. no Paulson, no massive huge battleship that flies in the air and floats right. on the ocean. No, Where were they? So I blame S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. They really left it all up to the superheroes to figure it all out. That's really and then exactly. my other issue is why does all the major warfare have to go down in black neighborhoods or black countries?
0: Thank you. If I was Y'all in, could have kept this shit. They could have taken this over to, to New York City, right? <clears throat> no, <laughs> now well, they were take. They went I'm,
1: to Wakanda because they had the technology had, to help. They vision. had the
0: technology and they had the numbers of people. So, but once again, using black bodies to, right, to fight white people. Wars. Yeah, exactly. They were fucking fine. On Wakanda, doing nothing but minding their own GD business. Right, and then they're gonna bring this
1: fight over there. Yeah, that's right. It's just messed up, and it just totally and like uh, Mbaku was like, "This is gonna destroy Wakanda." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just tough. Uh, yeah. So also, Shield's fault. I, bl- I take I blame Shield for both the destruction of Wakanda and half of
0: the universe's
1: population.
0: Right. So <laughs> another one of my. Questions about that. I feel like it could have been stopped. Um, I don't. And, you know, again, this is me not knowing the canon and, you know, all the backstory. But I understand what Vision Stone was doing. I understand what the Time Stone was doing. Um, The Tesseract, was that even doing anything? Space. Was 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 it doing anything? Like physically doing anything? Like if it had been destroyed before Thanos got it. Would there be a problem with anything?
1: No. You mean like, do these... I don't... See, that's another like thing. The,
0: I don't know if these stones like, like actively control space something. as we know. Yeah, it. yeah like, right.
1: Like, I don't know either. I mean, apparently you can control space with them. You right. You can control time with them, but they don't say whether the stones themselves control are
0: space. actively control. doing anything yeah, right. I don't like know. when anybody is not using right. them. Right, that's
1: a good question. And like, why is there a mind stone and why is there a soul stone? Why are minds and souls, which are uniquely human Concepts mm-hmm. part of the universe's makeup. Like space and time, I get it. Right, sure. But yeah, mind and soul. And there is another one too, which I've told power, you. But power. Which seems kind power, of power I code. Energy, right? I would have okay. I would have gone with energy. time, energy, space. Right. right. Basically anything in an Albert Einstein notebook <laughs> <laughs> would have been fine to go with. <laughs> but Soul and mind. Man. Yeah. So you know, I'm, again, I'm, it's superheroes. You know, this stuff was written on drugs in the '60s.
0: Yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> you know, if they weren't actively doing anything, like maintaining anything, why was it? That- why didn't they destroy the Tesseract as soon as? <laughs> right. They knew, like they knew
1: Thanos was after the Tesseract. Movies ago. In the first Avengers, right? <laughs> Movies ago. <laughs> and they like it was under safekeeping in Odin's house. You know, I get that. But then when Asgard was destroyed. There is no reason for anybody to believe that the well, Infinity Stone would be destroyed, too, because it's part of the universe. It's, it's more powerful than a planet. Well, Loki
0: stole it. Right. Yeah. So they didn't he's show being you that. shady. He was really being oh, yeah. real oh, yeah. shady oh, the about god the whole <laughs> Oh, he's a god of deception. Shade is what he, <laughs> he does. He was the god of mischief. Well, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> he, yeah, so arguably Loki's also fault as lost well. <laughs> Loki's also on that Loki's list. <laughs> paid
1: the price right Loki's the right. only one that so far has paid the price
0: okay so we've got to yeah we're getting we're getting a little Real bit close. over on time yeah so we've let me look. just
1: yeah the last big thing I've got to blame yes okay Thor's grand entrance right after everybody's getting their ass beat blah 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 <laughs> Thor comes in with his new axe right smashes the ground a couple times and wipes out tons of people which uh-huh. is great Which reminds me, I think I almost was going to blame, I think it was back and forth. Anyway, we'll just go ahead and say so. Thor and Star Lord are are similar because they're very egotistical and they let their egos get in the way of better judgment. It's been a character flaw of Thor since we first met Thor, because he was going to war with the ice people, and his dad was like, "I need to teach you a lesson and take your hammer away," and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Right? Okay. So Thor's got to let got a little soft spot for Thanos Thor, so I know, I don't know if I gotta... that he's getting his revenge for the death of his newly minted best friend.
0: <laughs> right. right?
1: <laughs> Instead of going for the headshot. And Thanos tells him, you should have gone for the headshot." Right. The only reason Thor went for the chest shot was so he could come down and be like, I got my
0: revenge. He also could have cut his arm off.
1: Right. Or cut his arm off. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're wielding an axe. (laughs) Like, literally. Right. Exactly. So, also Thor's fault. And so, let's do a body count of who's left in the end.
0: Of who, after the rapture? That
1: we know of. They, They showed Thor after everybody gets called up in the rapture oh yeah right okay so hold on there goes half the population who's left
0: <laughs> first of all i just feel like there needs to be um what is his name tom what is the little boy's name that plays tom holland man mr stark dude bro <laughs> i know my dude, man Terry teary like I'll admit it. okay so <laughs> um before we get to the rapture uh when Thanos gets the time the time stone yeah from the, Doctor from Strange from Doctor Strange there is a real um uh, fake out moment where Stark gets stabbed through the chest. I cried real tears. Yeah, I remember that. The first <laughs> the time, first time. <laughs> that's when I that's why I woke up I think the first
1: time. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> like, what? Camille what was upset <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was so upset about that because, quite frankly, Iron Man and, you know, uh, RDJ's Iron Man has been my introduction into this entire universe. Right, right, right. right. As most people's because, you know. Most
1: people uh, taste, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, and I have a special, special little thing for RDJ, but. Yeah, though that was fucking heart wrenching. It was, and all I could think about was
1: the infection he must be getting, because it was like a stab wound through his large intestines. I'm thinking sepsis. I was, I was so. This can't be just
0: fixed with whatever you're gonna just like buzz out of your Iron Man suit. You need to get back on Earth to a medic. You need antibiotics.
1: (laughs) And you need space antibiotics too, because who knows what? Yeah, who knows what's floating around in that atmosphere?
0: (laughs) So Strange fixes everything, you know, whatever. Um, But then we. Thanos gets all the stones. He snaps his fingers and then people start uh,
1: dusting, dusting out, out. Literally. They should have played that song from Kansas. Dust in the wind. No, I would have rioted.
0: the wind. <laughs> I, I would have been so upset. <laughs> Ooh, ah, ah. So me going into this, not knowing that there is a, a part two to all this, <clears throat> After the credits rolled, I was hot. I, I was a little bit upset because me going in, all I, I, I all I heard was that Chris Evans said this would be the last time that he wears Captain America's Captain America suit. Although so I, I don't thought,
1: remember him seeing, I don't remember seeing him in the Captain America suit the whole time.
0: What is this called, like Nomad or some shit? Like is is this character of his now? Like I think I I read somewhere that the darker Captain America suit is called Nomad okay, or this well, there is a you new go. identity.
1: Well, and even so in maybe the comics, that's what from doing. from jumps uh Steve Rogers was not the only Captain America. He was the first Captain America, but other people took on the mantle of Captain America in the comic series.
0: Uh, okay. So yeah, so going in I didn't know it will be part 2. Captain Amer- or Chris Evans says this is the last time he's doing the suit and then but I did know that Black Panther was most definitely going to be a, there was going to be a second Black Panther movie so I don't know what to think walking out of this theater after seeing Black Panther dissipate um Thor um
1: uh, Groot no Groot was dead you're talking He's about a, who's left no who's dissipated Who's who's been dusted oh, we, can't, we can't count everybody who was dusted I can count who's left okay <laughs> Falcon was dusted. Oh,
0: man. T'Challa was dusted. Strange. Strange. Drac, Drax, Drax. Drax. Uh, uh, Star-Lord. Mantis. Um, Groot. Uh, Falcon.
1: We mentioned Spider-Man already.
0: I was going to get to Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Bless your little heart for really making me feel like I've that's. I thought that I only brought that whole thing up about me crying with Iron Man to say that I thought that that was going. That was my emotional moment for the movie. Right, right. But then we move right. to yeah. Tom Holland's death scene. Right, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, <sighs> right. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. <laughs> I'm not ready to go. And they purposefully did like his little scene was much longer than everybody oh, else. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm sorry,
1: Mr. Stark. Oh. Uh, that was pretty good. So we're left with I love him so much. We're left with Thor, War Machine, Captain America, um, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, uh, Widow. Black
0: Widow. Okoye. Akoye. Mbaku.
1: Mbaku. That we know of. Now they mention in the movie, but never really show them um, because Ant Man and Hawkeye apparently are in jail.
0: No, they decided they didn't decide. They're in home them. arrest.
1: Right. They said it was too much for their families. Because of Civil War. You fr- they're talking about Civil War. The whole reason Captain America and Iron Man weren't talking anymore is because of the Civil right. War movie. Right, And so people got arrested. And right. the end of Civil War, they show they're people in, in jail. Right. And Ant-Man and Hawkeye were in jail. And they mm-hmm. said all that stuff was too hard on their families. They cut a deal and they're on house arrest.
0: Gotcha.
1: From Civil War. Okay. So they don't show them, right. but they mention them. So obviously I'm thinking that they're part of the solution for the second part. Yeah. I also want to bring up Dr. Jane Thor's ex-girlfriend. Cause they mentioned her kind of as well.
0: I hope we know how it's to. I mean, no, no shade to Natalie Portman, but I just feel like that was a wasted character.
1: Well, that's why I'm saying they got to do more with that character. Cause why would you cast Natalie Portman unless it was going to be right. awesome later. <laughs> and they do so after you sit through the credits of this movie, they show you finally Shield.
0: <laughs> oh hey guys! Just driving through, just been?
1: getting donuts, <laughs> and like half the population is disappearing in New York too, and, right. and Nick Fury fades away, and so does the other woman from How I Met Your Mother. I can't remember I her character's, her character's name. name Pearson, I think maybe. Sure. Um,
0: in any event, he was about to call somebody. Captain
1: Marvel. That was Captain
0: Marvel's insignia. Captain Marvel.
1: The, oh, really? That old school. First of all, old school pager from like the early '80s. So we're guessing like the last time mm-hmm. last Nick time Fury saw drug,
0: the, sold drugs.
1: <laughs> the last time Nick Fury saw Captain Marvel, it must have been the '80s, and um, and apparently pagers. Captain Marvel's the woman, send, right? Uh, well, yeah. Look, apparently, pagers can send a message through space. Sure. That's not okay. <laughs> so no, the original Captain Marvel. Because I thought, I thought in the next in the Captain Marvel movie that's coming, it's played. But it well. is, it oh, is. Okay. But you asked, okay, is Captain Marvel a woman? And I am assuming in the new one that it will be. But I am trying to prepare you for the fact that Marvel was an alien. His name was Mar, first name, last name, Vel, right? And it was a man. And in the upcoming Captain Marvel movie, expect to see Jude Law play that role. Ooh, and he mentors. The next Captain Marvel, who is the woman. I do enjoy Jude Law. That uh, that everybody's seen and heard and talked about. So Captain Marvel is kind of like a Captain America type thing, where other people, yeah, more than one person plays that role. I don't
0: know how I feel about those kind of characters. Well.
1: Right. I hear you. But Captain Marvel is, is most likely to be set in a completely different timeline, probably back in the 80s. Hmm. So with that Captain Marvel movie, when it comes out, will probably be set in the time when pagers were still a thing. <laughs> probably. <laughs> to give you kind of a backdrop or a backstory as to what her role is going to be. In the Avengers 2. So gotcha. expect to see a Captain Marvel movie before you expect to see the conclusion of Infinity War.
0: Right. Which I do have the Marvel. They're calling it Marvel Phase 4. I do have the list of those movies that are coming out. I don't have a timeline for them. I'm, I'm sure there's some it's out there somewhere. But I'd also would like to point out a thing that annoyed me in this film is Scarlett Johansson's hair acting. Why was it blonde all of a sudden? You know I don't give a fuck about that. I, I do. A, <laughs> I'm like right. It is a little bit weird because it looks much better with the darker hair. But one. the fact that every yeah. answer is flipped is punctuated with a hair flip. Yeah. Like in a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> and so. That really does bug me. Yeah, it bugged me too. Buffy, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar did a lot on Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just annoying. Yeah. So if anybody knows Scarlett, just kind of tell her tone that that's shit down. It's not her fault. It's the director's fault. Right? Is it? Yes. Always? Yes. Okay, so- Everything
1: you see that the actors do is the director's responsibility.
0: Not always. Um. So phase four of Marvel. So, I mean, so we left this theater- I guess the big question isn't exactly will these people come back, it's how are we getting them back? Because we all know that these other movies are coming out. So the next phase of movies are Spider Man Academy, Uh, Black Widow is finally getting her movie. Yay. Um, We've also got Wasp, there's Ant Man and the Wasp, there's something called Nova, there's Warlock, Doctor Strange has another movie. Thor has another movie. Black Panther. We've got Captain Marvel and the Valkyries, which, okay, sure. Tessa Thompson, is, is she involved in this? Another Guardians movie. Another fucking Fantastic Four. I wish we'd just kind of let this die. Just let that shit go. And uh, another Avengers movie. Huh, interesting. All right, so we got a ways to go
1: before we resolve this
0: one. Long ways to go, but I guess the next Marvel film is coming out is Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, yeah. So... That's what's next, and maybe they'll touch on it um, so some fun facts about this film is that this film takes place four years after Guardians One and Two, which takes place in the same year. so it's interesting so that our our cast our our ragtag group they have now been traveling around together for about four years at this point, so it makes sense that they would have formed these stronger bonds, right also. So when Thanos shows up to, is it Nowhere, where Benicio yeah. del Toro is, and he's asking him, where's the stone? And I don't know if anybody else caught this, but Benicio's he's asking Benicio's character, where's the stone? Benicio plays a character in Snatch... That says that several times. Oh He's yeah, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Where's the stone?" <laughs> and he says it like in different inflections of whatnot. But I just thought that was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was cute. There's a couple. There's a
1: lot of Easter eggs in this movie. The number seventeen played a pretty prominent role. Um, Tell me more. Know, Tony Stark, when Spider-Man was on the spaceship mm. and leaving Earth's atmosphere, Tony Stark says, "Release gate seventeen A," and then and it shoots up the uh, ultimate Spider-Man suit. Which, Speaking of the ultimate finally. universe, right? But that's also from another kind of universe of, of Marvel. And then the other thing too is uh, when they were fighting a Wakanda, and they're like, these monsters are gonna go around the perimeter, and they're gonna end up where Vision is and get the Mind Stone. Mm. They're like, we're gonna have to open up the barrier then, and T'Challa's like, open up seven, you know, Gate Seventeen. And so I'm guessing that those are references to comic book numbers. I don't know. I didn't get that into comics like I said growing up, but okay. I am I, I I did remember kind of like seeing some article mention about comic book uh issues being get, given shout outs in this movie.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting to know. All right, so um yeah, again a lot happened in this movie. We can't really get into everything. Star rating, one to five. I'm yeah. I'm gonna give it a four. Four. It was, I mean, there was,
1: as much as I didn't care about the main villain, there was also no main, um, hero. And so it really was kind of about teamwork or mm-hmm. lack thereof, which is ultimately always the demise of the Avengers is when they fail to work together cohesively as a team with defined
0: roles and responsibilities and that kind of stuff. Character you cared the least about? Thanos. Really? Wow um i'm gonna have to go oh with... i'm
1: sorry potter always potter
0: <laughs> who's potter exactly
1: no who's Potts?
0: oh fucking pepper yes. pepper sorry there it is. i was mixing that, that, the just, two names together changed, potter. that just changed potter. my answer altogether. yes <laughs> if we could stop putting gwyneth paltrow in this uh, fucking please. movies i know she's gonna play a big role in the next <laughs> know, one or two too i know just... i know um but seriously i <laughs> it's it's
1: it's such a painful casting choice
0: it's just, it's just ugh ugh so anyway one
1: thing doesn't belong here fucking
0: Gwyneth Paltrow yeah so I mean I was gonna say Scarlet which but, oh but she was so but, powerful but yeah she no. was almost on my list as far as the actually, whose no fault Vision, this is actually because she couldn't kill Vision uh, because
1: because she yeah because she wouldn't destroy the Mind Stone sooner it doesn't in my opinion Vision's a machine you destroy the Mind Stone, doesn't kill him. It just takes away, like, all that mindfulness, if I got, you will.
0: <laughs> I got questions about his existence and what their relationship actually was. I mean, I'm assuming it was some sort of romantic relationship. Sex bot. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> so, Vision, his original form is, you know, this weird, like, metallic looking, which, shout out to the makeup. Awesome. Like, I, I love, like, his makeup and Nebula. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so believable. Um. But... <sighs> Like, if I'm remembering this correctly, was Vision like a hologram and he's some sort of way materialized himself?
1: You you're remember? Okay. So what happened was <laughs> Age of Ultron. Right. <coughs> artificial intelligence robot. Right. And, and James Spader's voice. Right. What Tony Stark had done was um, make Jarvis mm-hmm. the operating system as opposed to Ultron.
0: So So, did they actually make like a machine, like a body for him? No, he was
1: already, when he was Ultron, he was a body. Okay. So when they infused Jarvis in there, they also put the Mind Stone in there at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's when he got the body. Okay. So, and Bruce Banner had made the point, he's like, it's not just all machine. I'm in there a little bit, Tony's in there a little bit, Ultron and Jarvis are in there. So if you take away the Mind Stone, you'll still have...
0: Something. Yeah. Yeah. But Witch. my question is, what does that feel like when he changes over into like you know Paul Bettany skin? Like, does that actually feel like skin or You're have to ask the Scarlet Witch? <laughs> so, are you down to watch again? No, really, I've watched it now twice. Seriously, I don't need to see there it are again. Good moments. I am moments. Abs- I absolutely plan to watch this again and purchase it. Oh yeah? Because, yeah, well then yes. No, I'm not saying, I'm not <laughs> but, saying in the theater again. I'll, right, right. I, I By don't... default,
1: I mean yeah, but this isn't going to be one of those ones where I seek out to see again, like Deadpool, for example, or <laughs> or even Thana or Thor Ragnarok. Like,
0: it's not as fun as Thor Ragnarok, no, but it does really have its, uh, It has a lot of good moments, and you're right, it's not like a regular. Viewing kind of thing, like, oh, this is Sunday so afternoon. Let me just throw in. I got two and, and a half
1: hours to kill, or right. I need background for two and a half hours. Right. That's where this movie fits for me. Okay. And in the spectrum of Marvel movies.
0: The Bechtel test is a type of litmus test to assess the presence of women in movies. It originates from Allison Bechtel's comic, Ducks to Watch Out for, in 1985. The rules of the test are as follows it has to have two, at least two named women in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. They talk to each other. Mm hmm. Uh huh. About something besides a man. I have a moment in my mind where Okoye and Black Widow are fighting, and then Ro or Scarlet Witch comes out, and you know she kicks some ass. And then they're like, "Where has she been all this time?" Yeah, there you go. So,
1: all right, <laughs> two and a half hours, and it's a one.
0: And that's all we get. That's it. Because I I really because Scarlet or Black Widow. Was the only woman for a while. Like, she's the only woman in most of her scenes. And then Scarlet Witch is the only woman in most of her scenes, aside from the right. alien woman. And then Okoye, along with the Dora Milaje. But still. Yeah. And then we got Shuri also, but I don't think Shuri sells, shares any scenes with another woman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we got that. Those 30 seconds. Awesome. So- <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> Barely. All right. So, you got anything other, other thoughts? Anybody else you want to blame before we shut this down?
1: Thanos. Definitely his
0: fault <laughs> So please subscribe, follow, like us on all of the things uh, DTW Podcast on Twitter Down to Watch Podcast on Facebook We're on iTunes, Libsyn, and Player FM Listed under Rugged Angel Productions Rugged Angel is one word And if you have a movie or a TV show Or an album that you want us to review Talk about, to just sit down and chit chat about You can send us an email Or you can also send us an email just to say hello To downtowatchpodcast at gmail.com All right I think that's it. That's it. We're going to shut it down. It's a wrap. Let's go I.